What's good, good people? This is your girl, Anna Deshawn, founder, CEO of E3 Radio, where we play queer and independent music in high rotation. You are now tuned in to episode eight of Anna's Got a Word, a podcast where I share my word as a Black queer woman in America. In this episode, I want to talk about Robin and Whitney. I say their names like I know them, but come on, let's just get into it. This past week has been a whirlwind for the notoriously private Robin Crawford. She's been doing the media rounds promoting her new book, A Song for You, My Life with Whitney. We've heard more from her in this last week than we have in the last three decades. Her story has been one of mystery, and there has always been rumors, whispers, side eyes about her relationship with the Whitney Houston. Now, these types of whispers are not new in Hollywood. I mean, Oprah and Gail, Queen Latifah and whomever. But Robin and Whitney has been one for the ages. Not only because Whitney was Whitney, but because Robin was Robin. They never legitimized the rumors and never stopped being who they were to each other. It wasn't done to spite the media or their families, but because what they had was theirs and theirs alone. Robin says, Whitney knows I loved her and I know she loved me. We really meant everything to each other. We vowed to stand by each other. And that's seemingly exactly what Robin did. She never said a word while others talked about her sexuality all up and through the media. First up is Sissy Houston. She proclaimed her homophobia to Oprah on live TV. Sissy told Oprah in that 2013 interview, promoting her book that she absolutely would have been bothered if her daughter was gay. She went on to say that she would not have condoned it or liked it at all. In Sissy's book, Remembering Whitney, she wrote about the pair saying, I knew I didn't want Robin around my daughter. And I told Whitney that. There wasn't much I could do though. Whitney liked Robin. She was past the age when I could forbid her from seeing anyone. Kids have a mind of their own when they get older. They want to experiment with all kinds of things, and I don't know if it was more than that. Robin talks about a conversation when Whitney told her that Sissy said it wasn't natural for two women to be that close, but we were that close. Now, how many people do you know stay in the closet because their parents don't approve, because their church doesn't approve, because their career won't accept who they are? Now, these are just real facts. Just last month, the Supreme Court heard three cases of LGBTQ employment discrimination. They will be ruling next year if the word sex in the Civil Rights Act covers gender identity and sexual orientation. There are still 28 states where you can be fired for being LGBTQ and truly have no legal recourse. That's more than half. In 2018, HRC, the Human Rights Campaign, did a study, and it showed that 46% of LGBTQ folks remain in the closet at work. They don't feel safe to be out at work. They don't feel their work environments have created a culture where it's possible. They don't want to make their coworkers uncomfortable because we are still othered. Now, imagine how many people were in the closet in the 1980s. Just sit with that. Now, second on the list is none other than Bobby Brown. He has spoken about Robin as well. 
In 2016, Brown confirmed that Houston and Crawford had a romantic relationship. And despite any apparent rift between them, he said about Whitney's spiral into drug addiction, I really feel that if Robin was accepted into Whitney's life, Whitney would still be alive today. She didn't have close friends with her anymore. Wow. The words that stand out to me, the words accepted and friend, reference Robin. Also, the gravity and power that he gives their friendship and what they had. I'd imagine that made a whole lot of folks uncomfortable and unhappy. Every documentary, every movie about Whitney's life has depicted her in it, and most of it hasn't been positive. They've only shown tension between Robin and Bobby, but rarely the genuine closeness and friendship between her and Whitney. So for Robin to come out now and speak up for herself is a huge deal. Rumors and speculation never equate as fact until the person living it tells you for themselves. It's just how it is. People can think you're gay all day, but if you don't say it, it's not real. What tickles me are the comments I'm reading across social. Why is she speaking now? Hashtag fake news. Hashtag old news. If Whitney wanted it to be a secret, why are you speaking now if you loved her? Oh, and my favorite. It's all about the money. Come on, y'all. For real. Robin's loyalty to Whitney is unmatched. She's gone decades without telling her side of the story. Why is she the one that has to remain silent? Oh, because that's what good gay folks should do. Stay quiet, right? Stay in the closet. No one says that explicitly anymore, but that's what homophobia looks like. You can do that, but not in front of me, not in my house, etc., etc. right? What would you do if you were in her shoes? Would you really allow your life to pass you by and never tell your truth? Never correct every lie ever told? Never clear your name? And if it was really all about the money, don't you think she could have released this a long time ago? She would have made a lot more money. Instead, she's waited. And at this point, I feel like Whitney would want her to share her side of the story too. They had young love. Robin was 19 and Whitney was 17. Do you remember what that type of love was like? When you would just do stupid stuff? <laughs> when you would spend an abnormal amount of time with each other? They were no different. They knew each other inside and out. What has struck me the most in watching Robin in these interviews is how she speaks about what they had. There is some vagueness to it. She uses words like beautiful and intimate, natural and loving. We know now that the physical part of their relationship ended before Whitney signed her deal with Arista. In that moment, Whitney gave her a blue Bible and she said, I don't believe we should be physical anymore. The music business was a world that we were learning and we didn't want anything to interfere with where she was going. Robin says, I just felt that I wouldn't be losing much. I still loved her the same and she loved me and that was good enough. Robin goes on to say, she said, if people found out about us, they would use it against us. And back in the 80s, that's how it felt. So I kept it safe, found comfort in my silence. This was the 80s. A completely different time for LGBTQ folks. Just watch the first season of Polls and you'll remember how difficult it was during that time. Being out was definitely not accepted, especially in Hollywood. 
The AIDS crisis was killing people in crazy, high, alarming rates, and it was an extremely scary time. Folks were not interested in being out or open. They, they just weren't. Robin goes on to say, we never talked about labels like lesbian or gay. We just lived our lives, and I hope it could go on that way forever. Whew. While listening to Robin, you really wish there could have been a place where forever was possible. She talks about when Whitney was getting ready for a date with Eddie Murphy and how she wished she was preparing to go out with her. Now, how many times do you think that feeling crept in over the years? Won't love have you all wrapped up? It will have you in situations you never thought were possible for yourself. And through it all, Robin was there until she couldn't take it anymore. And even after she left Whitney's camp, they still worked on projects together. All in all, at the end of the day, I'm here for Robin telling her story. Now, Robin says, I want to lift her legacy, give her respect and share the story of who she was before the fame and in that to embrace our friendship. From what I've seen, she's doing exactly that. She's speaking her truth and giving us a different glimpse into Whitney and their love story. Today, Robin is married with her wife, Lisa, and they have two children together. Up until this point, they've lived a very private life. Family, I've gotten my copy of the book, and you should too. My hope is that there's more details than what I find in the interviews, and that there's more of Whitney that we can all find in the pages of Robin's book. Take a moment and get a glimpse into what real forbidden love looks like. Until next time, family. Peace.